1: This podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day all right around the corner, BetOnline has all the latest news, scores, and odds to help you win big. The best part is you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Head over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code, BlueWire, all one word, to receive your literal free money, fifty percent of whatever you deposit. Plus, signing up is a great way to support this podcast that's in your ears right now. Again, that's promo code Blue Wire, all one word when you sign up at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
0: It shoot,
1: shoot, it punches, and what is up? Welcome to the uncontested podcast post-game edition. I am your host for the night, Jacob, and I get the honor of talking to you about this Thunder loss, 86 to 133 to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a lot of points, guys. I don't know if you're aware, but 80s, I mean, I haven't even done the math. That's what, like, freaking nearly 50-point loss. That's that's just incredible. That's just incredible. So uh, the Thunder lose by technically 47. We're just going to call it 50 because I like round numbers. Um, it was awful. Giannis on Tenten Kumpo, 27 minutes, 32 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, a plus 44 in the plus-minus. Plus 44 in a single game. That's stupid. Um, Yeah, Thunder lose by almost 50. So uh, thank you guys for checking out the podcast. And uh, we will talk to you later. I'm just kidding. I'm not really going to bump you out of here quite yet. But man, what an awful, awful game for the Thunder. Uh, Just got the crap kicked out of them, man. There's not much more you can say about this. The Thunder kept it close. For about a quarter and a half. They're in the second quarter. The Thunder got it down to 43-46 with five minutes to go in the second quarter. Okay, five minutes to go, 43-46. Shea makes a floater. 43-46 to at that point. And then the Thunder end up losing by 47. So that means they get outscored 50 points the rest of the way. The Thunder only scored 43 points from five minutes in the second quarter to the end of the game. That's pretty terrible, right? It was a combination of not making shots. It was a combination of the Bucks being really, really freaking good. Uh, just just bad. Here's some of the stats from tonight. The Thunder from three-point land, 17%, 6 of 35, where the Bucks shot 47%, 21 of 45. Uh, the Bucks got off nine more shots than the Thunder, and they also shot 14% better from the field. Uh, the Thunder had m- more free throws than the Bucks. Uh, I guess you can look at that as a good thing. Rebounds are just what blows my mind. 36 to 66 on the glass. Just absolutely abused. 14 to 34 on assists. Um, Thunder had less turnovers. Thunder had more steals, more blocks. Uh, gosh from there on, like, points in the paint. The Thunder only get outscored by eight. That's not bad. Largest lead for the Bucks was 51. There's just nothing the Thunder could do. The Bucks were just absolutely on fire. So much length, so much athleticism, so much shooting. Thunder just couldn't match it. I mean, the Thunder started Hamadou Diallo tonight with Danilo Gallinari being out. Hami comes up to, like, Giannis' nipples. He doesn't stand a chance, man. Like, a homie's a good defender. He's very physical. He's athletic. He just doesn't stand a chance. The Thunder tonight really just lacked those guys that are like your six seven, six eight, six nine, six ten kind of wing guys to really challenge a Giannis on and Kumpo. Right. If the Thunder used guys that were a little bit thicker, they were short. We're talking Diallo and Dort. If the guy if the Thunder used guys that were really tall, they were slow, like Nerlens Noel and Steven Adams. At one point they tried Deontay Burton. At one point they tried Abdul Nader. Just nothing you could do. The Bucks were well rested. The Thunder coming off the second night of a back or coming off a back-to-back. The first night of a back-to-back, I guess. You know, they're about to play their second game in 24 hours. And then you had the Giannis and Harden beef today where where Harden was talking trash about Giannis saying he has no basketball skill. He just runs at the rim and jumps and dunks. You have to imagine that that was a little bit of motivation for Giannis to come out tonight and go off, and for the Thunder. Maybe the worst part of all of this, it's a nationally televised basketball game, right? This wasn't your your Fox Sports that's being cut on like everything now. YouTube TVs dropped Fox Sports as well, which sucks. It was it wasn't on a on a local stream or whatever. This was on national Friday night ESPN, and the Thunder just got pounded. But here's the thing is, if you followed this team all year, if you've listened to us all year, the Thunder team we saw tonight, this isn't representative of their season. Yes, the Thunder have had very few nationally televised games, and this is one of them, and it puts a bad image for casual basketball fans out there, but everyone who's followed this team knows this is not what this team is. And so instead of looking at all the negatives, the, the shooting, the rebounds, the Giannis just abusing people. Let's try to find some positives in this real quick, because I, I, I want to try to flip it. And I don't want to have a podcast where you just listen to this and get re upset about the game. So instead let's aim for some positives and what can the thunder take away from this experience to become better. Okay. Positive number one, this thunder team has great leadership. And from experience from this entire season with guys like Gallo and Chris Paul and Billy and Steven, they're not going to hang their heads and be upset and sad and mope and let this turn into another loss Tuesday against the Clippers. The Thunder have, well, they could very well lose against the Clippers. Let me rephrase that. They're not going to get pounded again. They have three days off. They don't play again until Tuesday and the leadership of this team is, is the type of leadership where they're going to sit down and say, Look, we got our asses kicked. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. They just pounded the hell out of us. We need to be better. We need to hold each other accountable. We need to, to they're gonna watch film. They're gonna say, We gotta be better here. We gotta be better here. We we have to do things the right way. We have to trust one another. We need the guys at the end of the bench, the Abdul Nader's, the, the Deontay Burton's, the Hamadou Diallo's, we need them to step up, right? And we need to encourage them and, and give them the confidence to step up. Yes, this loss sucks, but you don't measure the quality of a leader and you don't measure the quality of a person whenever things are going great, because everyone can be just fine when things are going great. You measure it when things get rough. This game is a good example right? Things are rough right now for that team. This is when leadership is most effective is when things are rough, right? Nobody evaluates like a a president of a company or a president of the United States or whoever, when things are going nice and smooth and there's no issues, we evaluate leaders whenever things are bad, right? The I know this is so far off topic with basketball, but I think of Martin Luther King jr right here at the very end of Black History Month. We measure Martin Luther King Jr. because things were bad. And how did he react in bad situations whenever things were negative for him? Now, the thunder is not the fight for civil rights. The NBA is not, you know, we're, we're not fighting to, to get rid of Jim Crow laws, right? But the, the parallel of leadership is what I'm trying to make here. Something bad is happening with the Thunder. They're getting their asses kicked by 50 points tonight. This is when leadership is most effective and when leaders really come to shine. And Chris Paul has shown over and over and over and over and over over again how great of a leader he is. So yes, the game sucks, but one positive, I think we're going to get some good leadership out of this and they're going to try to spin it into a positive and use it as growth, right? I don't know if you can make it a positive, but you can make it into growth. And I think that's what they're going to look to do. So positive number two. The young guys got a lot of experience and a lot of burn tonight, right? Looking down the box score, Lou Dort, 25 minutes. Hamadou Diallo, 21 minutes. Uh, Kevin Hervey, six minutes. Nader, 25 minutes. Roby got in for six minutes. Ferg played 22 minutes. Burton played 18 minutes. Yes, they got their butts kicked. But the young guys got in, they got experience, they got to play against a high quality NBA team and getting that experience can pay dividends down the line. Now, just getting thumped isn't great, but maybe that puts a bad taste in their mouth. Hey, I don't want to get in whenever we're just getting our asses kicked. I want to get in and I want to play quality basketball. And now I see what good basketball looks like. And, and I want to get better, and I want to make it a home on that basketball court in an NBA game, right? So I, I always think experience is the best teacher, and I'm getting, like, really philosophical on this. Talking about Martin Luther King, talking about experience is the best teacher. Like, I feel like I'm teaching philosophy 101 right now. Anyways... Experience is a great teacher, and so getting these guys some minutes, letting Lou really grind out there for 25 minutes, that's good. Letting Diallo grind out there for 21 minutes, that's good, right? So so the young guys got some experience. Kind of same, on, on that same sort of wavelength there, positive number three, Shea Gilgis Alexander was very aggressive in his minutes. Shea we've talked about how this is Chris's team and and he's grooming Shea to eventually take it over and and for Shea to become a, a, an all-star and a leader and a go-to guy. And I feel like since the all-star break, we've started to see a little bit of a different side of Shea where he's, he gets the ball and he's assertive and he's dominant and he's a, he's aggressive and he's trying to make things happen. Right. And that's the next step of his evolution right now. He's picking his spots this season he's been, you know, playing off ball, doing his thing. We're starting to see him tonight. I saw him multiple times in a row in that second quarter when the game started to get out of hand. Come off a screen, shoot the shoot the ball, shoot that floater, try to get to the rim. Did it go great? No. Heck no, it didn't. But it's it's the mindset, right? Like Shea has a very smooth, a. sometimes he can be aggressive, but sometimes a, a, a bit of a passive, um, game as far as like he doesn't dunk the ball he's not like trying to knock people like in the post he 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 is very opposite of like a Russell Westbrook right but to see him get that aggression as far as trying to take over that's good that's what you want from your young stars you want them learning how to take over an NBA game now it didn't work and it's not going to work sometimes and that's fine but again getting those reps getting that experience that's some good stuff and that's what you want to see so I don't want to keep this podcast too long. I know not a whole lot of people are super excited to hear about the Thunder after a, a, a annihilation. I do want to get to your Twitter questions, though, before I get out of here. I always got to shout you guys out. You deliver every time when we ask for Twitter questions, even in a loss. So I definitely want to visit some of those tonight. First from at Fartbox 88 uh, Whenever I asked for Twitter questions, he said, not really much to ask. We got our asses whooped and shot like 12% from three. Well, you know what, Thunderbeard? They shot 17% from three. Give them some credit, buddy. Give them some credit. Zawific from at Zawific asks, Bucks or Lakers? This is a fun question. Man, it's so hard to pick against LeBron. He's so freaking good. LeBron and AD are insane. But the way the Bucks play, Giannis is on a different level. You got to remember, like Middleton didn't play for the Bucks tonight. This could have been even worse. With Giannis, Middleton... The Lopez Twins, Wes Matthews is playing well. They've got role players all over the place. Eric Bledsoe's having a good season. I think it'd be a great series. And I th- if you made me bet on it, I think I'd bet Bucks. I just think I would. I mean, Giannis guarding LeBron James. Um, you know, the it's just all over the court. It's just fun matchups. it it, it would be a great series. An absolute great series. But if I had to bet, I would go Bucks. Uh, maybe that's just because I watched the Bucks destroy the Thunder tonight. I don't know. But I think I'd go Bucks. I think I'd go Bucks. From fellow uh, co-host of The Uncontested at OKC Tracker, Justin. Justin says, who gets the most playoff minutes? Homie, Burton, or Nader? This one's pretty easy for me. I'm going Nader. Uh, Burton is not going to see the floor in the playoffs. There's a chance Homie will. Uh, but I think of the three, Nader has the, the more refined skill set of shooting right like homie can play some defense burton i'm not really sure what he'd be able to do in an nba playoff series but nader can shoot with the best of them right and he's aggressive and and he he provides spacing so i think those things would justify get him getting more minutes than anybody else of those three i would definitely go nader out of homie burton nader on who gets the more the, the more the most playoff minutes Uh, from at T rush 21, he says, should we postpone the championship parade? Ye of little faith, man. Ye of little faith. We ain't postponing anything. Keep this, this championship parade scheduled. Get ready for June. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I think if the thunder won a first round series, in the playoffs, that would be a massive success, an absolutely massive success, and I think they could do it. Depending on the matchup, I think they could do it. Um, from at ZA Sports Show, he just tweeted me a gift, and he it says, "I'm in no mood." Uh, I feel that, buddy. I was like, "Man, this sucks." I have to do this podcast tonight. How am I going to spin this positively? So I gave you guys three positives. I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, lastly, from at JD Brown at nine. How did the Thunder adjust in preparation for a finals matchup against the Bucks? Step one, have Gallo healthy. Step two, start giving Lou Dort pills to make him grow about another seven inches. Step three, get Darius Baisley healthy. Step four, before every finals game between the Thunder and the Bucks, uh, put laxatives in Giannis' food so he has to poop all the time and he can't play think those are your best bets that's what i'm going with can't think of anything else so hey i'm going to keep this one nice and short and easy for you guys quick 20 minute podcast i i know we've been pumping out a lot with the back-to-back so don't want to keep you guys too long especially after a loss uh don't have a play of the game tonight just because it's it's really hard to pick one so uh no play of the game tonight but let's bump some some outro music in and get you guys out on your way Hey, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Really, really appreciate you guys. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your pods from. We drop a podcast every Sunday night slash Monday morning. It's our weekly episode. It's a big breakdown, about an hour long. And then we have podcasts after every single Thunder game. Even if they lose by 50, we're podcasting. We're getting one out for you. So I hope you guys enjoy these these post game pods make sure you subscribe check us out wherever you are at on social media twitter facebook instagram that's all i got the thunder don't play for three days got three days guys and this weekend in oklahoma city looks to be beautiful in the mid 70s so enjoy the weather enjoy your weekend get away from basketball for a bit let's get back at it tuesday against the clippers take it easy and thunder up